This is a college essay of a student who battled cancer. Dear little me in a hospital gown, I know you've seen your name on hospital charts and operating room boards countless times. I want you to know that this week I saw it on a diploma. Everything is okay. But there's no diploma for what you are going through. The only certificate is written on your body, on your spirit. Here's the hard truth. Soon your body will no longer be yours. It will belong to the surgeons. Your friends will go to the movies. You will go to clinics, drained of life by a seemingly invisible killer. They'll dress up in ball gowns and dance. You'll dress up in hospital gowns, alone, your only company, the mechanical shriek of a magnetic tube. The tests at a desk will be easier than the ones outside of school. I cannot offer you a cure to your current suffering, but I can tell you that living in fear will only make it worse. On May 18th, the eve of your first major surgery, you will feel like giving up. You'll hope just for a few minutes that the tumor will take over. You must keep fighting. You have the strength to work through the pain and emerge a better person. Your body will be your syllabus, and each time something happens to it, you will learn and be inspired to research even more. This moment will push you into the library, where you will read hundreds of journal articles and sit mesmerized by surgery videos. You will learn to locate Callet's triangle, identify gallstones on a sonogram, and know exactly why that slice of cheesecake made you particularly nauseous. As you come to know your body, you will take it back. With each turn of the page, you will recover yourself. In 11th grade, you will go to the hospital again and again, but now to help other children, to play Uno with toddlers, preparing for flu shots. You will return to the OR, this time awake, and experience the transcendent beauty of a perfectly excised glioblastoma. You will someday walk through the doors of the operating room, now a surgeon, and your knowledge and experience will help others to recover their bodies, to find their strength, or at least that's our current plan. You will help animals too. Each summer you will travel to Utah to support and love all of the creatures at Best Friends Animal Society, many struggling like you are now. I know that your current world is nothing but machines and the sting of fluorescent lights, but in mere months you will be surrounded by the infinite awe of mammoth redstone canyons and the glow of perfect twinkling stars. When you, captain of the softball team, slam a bright yellow ball into the outfield, driving in the winning run, and when you hoist 225 pounds of solid steel straight in the air at a powerlifting competition, that thought hasn't crossed your mind yet, I know, but trust me, it's an amazing feeling. Acknowledge your past pain and recognize the strides you've taken. Know that though I've left you behind, I will never forget you. You were with me when I lifted the bar, when I hit the home run, each time I returned to the hospital. I remember you because you're a mark of my fortitude and toughness, but I also think of you because you're a reminder to be kind and generous to others, to support my community because everyone has pain and many are struggling with unseen challenges. You're going to be okay. This spring, we'll trade your itchy cotton hospital gown for a beautiful blue satin one, and this one comes with a funny square hat. That was one of the most beautiful essays that I've ever I've ever read, I think. This student not only wrote a beautiful essay, but she also had 
the research and the experience to back it up. Here it says in summer and fall of 2022, she did research on genetic epilepsy in mice as a seizure model, which she submitted to the American Academy of Neurology's 22 to 23 Neuroscience Research Prize. During the summer of 2022, she interned under Dr. Theodore Schwartz's epilepsy research lab in the Department of Neurosurgery. In spring of 2022, she did research on KCNQ2 and KCNQ3 related proteins as a treatment for patients with acute subdural hematoma presenting with injury-related epilepsy. During the summer of 2021, she did research on 5-ALA fluorescence and blue light headlamp and loop combination for easier, more economic removal of high-grade glioma. In the spring of 2021, she wrote an article, Why Do Benzodiazepines Act in a Time-Dependent Way? On top of her impressive-ass science research, she also writes poetry. Here's a piece that she wrote, titled The Succulent. Sits atop its sparse Sahara at sunset, succulent stomata all set to spread. Echeveria pulvinata, aloe barbadensis miller, and cactaceae spread the sense of the word as a cylindrical structure of the sprigs form a phyllotaxis. The stomata stay open until sunbeams singe their skin, a method of efficient photosynthesis. Until the sparkle of the sun shuts their cells, a function of their crassulation acid metabolisms. The succulent's specialized epidermal cells are subsumed under the simplification of soft skin serried with sharp spikes. These cells shelter the succulent from scavenging spider mites, a smart shell of safety for the armored autotrophs. The self-sufficient succulent's standard, simplicity and sensibility of function, a seldom seen value which society views as superfluous in fashion. When splendor is chosen over utility, a soul cannot seriously surmount to the succulent's true beauty, somatic complexity. Now this is a college application. Short Cast Club.